When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Bird Show. It's our Halloween spectacular. We've been talking a lot about ghosts today, but we're going to have to start talking about a different kind of ghost because, Katie, mm-hmm. is this both people you have ghosted or a person that ghosted you? One is a person that I ghosted. You ghosted. And then another one is a post- person that kind of ghosted me. And these people are haunting you? Yeah, it's the it's the ghost of my dating past. <laughs> we should send Ed on a ghost hunter's trip. I know. Yeah. Right? And I need to figure out what's going on and why. Because tis the season, I guess. I don't know how to explain what's going on in these last couple of weeks. Or is the universe trying to send you some kind of sign? It could be that as well. Because it started off with the first woman. The ghost of situationship past, <laughs> who I ran into. <laughs> I almost spit my coffee out. <laughs> the one who I ran into at the fair when I told you all I wasn't oh, looking my best. You were busted. Right? You were yep. looking busted. So it started with her. And then over the weekend, I was at this festival, right? A lot of people, thousands and thousands of people. And then I ran into the ghost of what could have been past, Ooh. right? Oh. And so... You got to stop going to these festivals. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something about this, yeah, right? Man. She just needs to stop going out in public, period. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I ran into this woman... How I, are you looking, by the way? Were you looking busted or fly? No, no, I was looking fly. Okay. I was looking fly. Because <laughs> you said you wouldn't be caught out there slipping again. Yeah, no, no, no. All I right. could not. I could not. And Meg the Stallion was performing. I could not, you know... Yeah, to be right. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I remember I lost my group of friends... And I'm looking for them. I'm like, where are they? I'm about to call them. And we're in the middle of the field and it's it's just empty at this part. Like the crowd is running to a diff- different stage. So where I am, it's no one around me. And then all I hear is, Katie? <gasps> and I'm like, who's calling my name, right? And I turn <laughs> left and I turn right. And there she is, the ghost of the woman of what could have been. And so I see her and I'm like, hey. Now, a little backstory on this woman. We have not spoken in over three years. Oh, wow. Oh, gosh. Right? Uh-huh. We, we do follow each other on social media, but she doesn't post anything. So I rarely see her even on my timeline or anything like that. Hmm. And we went to college together, and I always kind of had a crush on her, but we just were friends. And I never wanted to, you know, cross that line. I was like, let's just stay friends. And I never told her how I felt. And then eventually, like, after we graduated and stuff like that, we just kind of, like, just grew apart. Like, our friendship just slowly faded. It wasn't like anyone did anything wrong or anything like that. We just slowly stopped talking. So when I see her and she spots me, it's like, hey. So we go and I, like, talk to her, like, what's up? What's been going on? We're catching up and stuff like that. And I was like, well, it's crazy. Like, you haven't hit me up in three years. And she's like, the phone works both ways. Facts. That's the point. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, all right, that's cool. And it was just good. It was kind of refreshing to see her. But then it's like, why? After three years, out of all the places, I run into you in a festival, right? So that kind of felt a little weird to me. Was there any promise of, like, reaching out or communicating? Or well, did you just, like, that was random in part ways? No, we exchanged numbers because she said she had a new number. And uh, my number's been the same since I was in sixth grade, so. 
Do you ever wonder about people who constantly have new numbers? Certain people who constantly change it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. like, well, what are you hiding What's the from? reason? Yeah. yeah. Running from something. It, that's how I feel too. I mean, because I've, I've had the, the same number for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Me too. Unless I feel like they switch services, but can't you take your number yes. if you mm-hmm. switch services? Uh-huh. I've done that. Yeah, then that's suspicious. Very. <laughs> but um, so then we exchange numbers and we promise to keep in contact and possibly like see each other sometime soon, right? Okay. But I feel like it's also that empty, girl, we'll catch up one day uh, type yeah, of thing. Yeah, I both know you're lying. You know? And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it. Yeah, uh-huh. Three years will pass, another <laughs> festival will come around. Hey, yeah. I got a new number. I was <laughs> just about to text you. <laughs> <laughs> so then I go on about my day, right? I'm going to see Janet now. Janet Jackson's performing. Yep. Okay, so I go to that stage. And in the middle of the crowd, right, it's like 30 minutes into her performing, I just feel a whoosh come to like the, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It's like a little. <laughs> I looked around like it was in here. And to like, to the left of me, I hear, hey, gorgeous. <gasps> uh-uh. Uh-huh. I'm like, uh, oh, who is this? And it's dark, y'all. It's dark. And I turn and it's the woman of ghost past oh. that I ghosted. You oh, no. ghosted her. It's a woman that I ghosted. Is um, she, she said, hey, did she say, hey, gorgeous lovingly or did she say, hey, gorgeous passive aggressively? No, no, lovingly. Okay. Oh. It was like, it's good to see you. Uh-uh. I gotta know why you ghosted her. Oh, okay. So it's kind of weird because I feel like I shouldn't have ghosted her, but I met her at the beginning of the year at a gay bar and I was with my best friend and um, we were having a good time. I thought she was cute, too. And we were vibing. But then she turned me into a horse. Like, I've told oh, Mo this. This is that girl. She turned you into a horse? Okay, so let me explain. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Typically, when I go out, I'm the one that's getting twerked on. Yeah. Right? By women. But for some reason, this woman wanted me to twerk on her. Okay. And so I was twerking on her. Yeah. But then as I was twerking on her, she kind of like bent me down. Oh. And then like wrapped my hair around her like wrist. Shut yep. <laughs> and Katie <Kelly> just. <laughs> 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 He's galloping, haven't you? <laughs> And then she whispered in my ear, we're going to brunch in the morning. Oh. <laughs> you are lying. I'm so no. serious. No. So, <laughs> you are lying. I am so serious. And so I was terrified of her. So I didn't hit her up the next morning. Yeah. And I kind of like ran away from her. So to see her again, she's like, you know, why did you ghost me? And I was like, honestly, you were a little too dominant for me. That was kind of scary. And she's like, well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can tone it down. You know, like, yeah. Let's exchange Instagrams, something like that, because we weren't even following each other on social media. So I was like, okay. So I faced the ghost of you, Ghost you, Pass. You faced them both. Yeah. Huh. Okay. How are you going to hit up? Yeah. I don't know if I should. I don't know what this means. I don't know what any of this means. I think, well, you were just sitting here complaining the other day how you weren't getting any swipes on your dating apps. And Thanks. now here you have two people pop back up. True. I feel At like a festival. 
Of all places. Yeah. The universe is clearly trying to send a sign. It's time to saddle up, Katie. Yes. <laughs> the Bird Show. <laughs> time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood uh, with Abby. It's the Bird Show spooky buzz. <laughs> I have a little breaking entertainment news. Oh, yeah? So we already talked about in the last spooky buzz about the joint statement that the Friends cast put out in regards to Matthew Perry's passing. Well, now we have an Instagram post from his ex-fiance. So he was engaged a while back. They ended up breaking it off. And now she has posted on Instagram and broke her silence on how she's feeling during all of this. So she said he would love that the world is talking about how talented he was. And he was really very talented. As the Friends reunion was approaching, we rewatched the show together We rewound and studied scenes. Our respect and appreciation of humor is something that connected us. Being with him as he rediscovered his brilliance was magical. Mm. I obviously knew that man in a very different way too. While I loved him deeper than I could comprehend, he was complicated and he caused pain like I'd never known. No one in my adult life has had a more profound impact on me than Matthew Langford Perry. I have tremendous gratitude for that, for everything I learned from our relationship. And then she also um, talked about some resources for people who are struggling with addiction, Mm -hmm. as Matthew Perry did. And she ended it by saying, Maddie, I feel relief that you are at peace. Sincerely, Malorama Vacation, which I guess is a nickname from, from him. Um, I also saw Hank Azaria post that he and Matthew Perry said he didn't want to be known for his acting. He wanted to be known for helping people um, with their addictions. And Hank Azaria posted a really sweet tribute to him saying he's the one that got me into AA and I wouldn't be where I am today without his support and um, helping me to get clean. Mm, That's awesome. Okay, now on to my favorite subject, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Shocker. (laughs) Breaking news. No, I'm just kidding. Um, So people have been talking about whether or not Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey have broken up. And it all started with an Instagram story from his publicist. So a little backstory. His publicist's birthday was a couple of days ago. A friend made one of those photo collages on an Instagram story. And on it was one of those photos of Taylor in the box at its Kansas City Chiefs game. And Pia is also in it. But the friend or maybe Pia covered up Taylor's face with a clown emoji, which for anybody that's not chronically online like me, putting a clown over somebody's face is very much like uh, throwing shade, major, major shade. Mm-hmm. And so Pia reposted this and now everyone was like, ooh, did something happen between them? Or does Pia have a problem with Taylor? Because Pia also worked for Taylor Swift's ex, or not ex, Taylor Swift's nemesis, Scooter Braun. So people are wondering what's going on there. Travis also lost the game with the Chiefs against the Broncos on Saturday. So people are like, there must be trouble in paradise. The clown face is a dig, no matter how you spin it. 100%. And even if she shared it, she could have covered it. Like if it was her friend who originally posted the clown mm-hmm. face, she could have covered it with a different emoji. Or if she shared it and put the clown face on there herself, That speaks volumes. Major shade. But I'm here to put everybody's mind at ease. Uh Taylor Swift's private jet was spotted in Kansas City yesterday. So it looks like our favorite couple will be spending Halloween together tonight. I got some inside information from (gasps) the Swifties. No! Believe it or not, it's me. Put on the hat. (laughs) Put on the (laughs) hat. Okay. All right, here we go. I I didn't know if... Like, this would get everybody in a frenzy or it would actually, because I know people love to jump off of the, the, the bridge and make conclusions all for nothing. 
But because I know somebody really close to Russell Wilson and the lead of his security detail and my dad, mm-hmm. I guess whenever someone major is coming to games and they come with security, all of the security have to be in cahoots together. Uh-huh. So she actually did try to make it to the game yesterday, but there was a security detail problem, and that's why she wasn't there. So it's no trouble in paradise. There you go. That's- wow. That's like major Swifty news. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you, Mo. And I hope you enjoyed wearing the Taylor Swift reporter hat as well. Am that, I done for the day? That is, yeah. You know, <laughs> you've done you've done the Lord's work. Thank you. <laughs> In more dramatic news regarding Taylor Swift, record labels are introducing new changes to their contracts inspired by Taylor Swift's re-recordings. So Taylor is re-recording all of her work to reclaim her masters, so she can have creative control over how it's used. And they're literally outperforming the originals. So now some of the major music labels are uh, rumor has it that they are going to be adding a clause that says that people will not be able to re-record their music for another 10, 20, or 30 years. And even Taylor Swift's current music label is included in this group. So it's major drama and kind of biting the hand that's feeding Universal Music Group right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, they can put that in the contract, but it doesn't mean the artist is going to sign that. I mean, of course, they don't want them re-recording their music, but you got to play fair. It, but it's still, it's just so icky to to try and, you see what Taylor Swift is doing, you yep. see what it's doing for her career, and to basically go out of your way to add this into new contracts is so messed up. I get why mm-hmm. they're doing it, but I think it's such a bad look on all these labels, brands. All right, she says she started an OnlyFans to pay the bills, and her husband is furious about it. We're going to debate it on your next eBuzz on The Burt Show. The Burt Show. He made plans tonight for Halloween. That do not involve his girlfriend, shady or not. Before we get into the email, all right, I want to ask everybody what you guys got going on tonight for Halloween. Any big plans, Abby? Absolutely nothing. That actually sounds glorious. I'm so excited to do. And it's notorious, especially when it's on a weekday, the traffic in this city is insane on Halloween because parents are rushing to get home to go mm. trick-or-treating with their kids and it's like it's always gridlock. Mo, what are you doing tonight? Are you is it happening? It's happening. <laughs> it is happening. I am officially going trick-or-treating for the very first time in my life. I'm That's... taking my little cousin and I'm looking forward to it. And your little cousin is dressing up as I don't know what his costume is. Really? I don't have a clue. I don't know what either of them are dressing up as because they're brothers. There's two of them. Okay, and but you know what your costume's gonna be. Yes, I'm gonna be the boss from Squid Games. So I'm gonna have a mask. I got the mask. I got the little uh, the the outfit. I, I'm yeah. I'm gonna be ready. Nice. All right. Uh, what what about for you, Cass? Trick or treating with the kids, and I'm so excited. Oh my god! I have to tell you guys, I've been with my husband for 15 Halloweens. This is our 16th Halloween, and almost almost every Halloween, but especially in the past few, I have begged him to do this costume because if you've seen a picture of my husband. You know he looks like Zach Galifianakis. Very close. To the point, Abby, where there was a pop-up bar one year at, like, Christmas. Someone at CNN had taken a video and put it on their own personal Instagram story that Zach Galifianakis was at the bar he's at. (laughs) True story. Uh, He's gotten asked for pictures on his bachelor party in Colorado. Like, people just think he looks like Zach Galifianakis. So, finally, this year, I have a 20-month-old son, so it's, like, the last time we can do it. He is going to go 
as Alan from The Hangover. No. no. I finally got him to do it. I got him the blue blockers. He's going to carry the baby on his front in one of those like little um, baby Bjorns. He's going to carry Max in the front? Uh-huh. I am so excited. I have been begging for this. And what's Miss Hazel going to dress up as? A ghost. She's a ghost. A, a ghost witch. She's going to be a ghost wearing a witch hat. Oh, okay. So I appreciate it. It's a twofer. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we will be um, trick-or-treating this evening. Uh, now that Jimmy is a little bit older, he's starting to understand the concept and we've been watching like YouTube videos about trick-or-treating and Halloween so he, he gets it um, and we're going to be a dinosaur family so I did my research and like because I'd asked you guys do you let your toddler decide what they want to be or do you choose for them so months ago I was like we affectionately call him Jimmy Soros because he loves dinosaurs. He's going to be a dinosaur. And then I got an inflatable dinosaur for my husband to ride. So he's going to be uh, uh, straddling an inflatable dinosaur this evening. Uh, I can't and then, that. yeah, and I got the full outfit of Laura Dern from Jurassic Park. So um, we're, we're doing the, the Jurassic Park dinosaur That's theme cute. this evening. I'm very excited. All right, so on to our email, shady or not. I need some perspective on a situation that's been bothering me. I just found out that my boyfriend has made plans for Halloween night that doesn't include me. He plans to spend the night touring haunted houses with his female co-worker. I'm wondering if you all think it's shady or if I'm just overreacting. For the past two years, we have spent Halloween together. However, this year, he told me that his co-worker, a female, (laughs) approached him and asked if he would go with her to several haunted houses in our area because she's too scared to go alone. Really quick, when we use the word female, it feels like that's more pointed than saying a woman. Does it not? When she's saying a female, does that not come across a little bit like... I didn't think anything of it. Mm. I think if it's a female coworker, to me, that's just saying it's a, a woman coworker. It's an adjective. But if you leave off the coworker and he's going with a female, yeah, then that's pointed to me. Okay. Um, where did I lose? I lost my place. However, this year he told me that his coworker, a female, approached yep. him and asked if he would go. That's why I'm the double down yeah. on that line. Yeah, that's how that's how I was feeling when I read it. Yeah, asked if he would go with her to several haunted houses in our area because she's too scared to go alone. He agreed. I was pretty upset. He thinks it's no big deal because, and she's a list here. Number one. He enjoys haunted houses, whereas I don't. Number two, she genuinely seems terrified to go alone. Number three, he claims he wants to be a good friend and help her out since she asked him. On the surface, these reasons seem reasonable and not inherently shady. However, the idea of my boyfriend leaving me alone on Halloween night to take another girl to multiple haunted houses still raises some red flags for me. As it should. I trust my boyfriend and I know he's a good person, but I can't help but wonder if there might be something more to the situation. Am I being too paranoid or is it reasonable for me to feel a bit uncomfortable about this arrangement? Would love your thoughts on this. All right. Huge red flag. Halloween's a holiday. You spend holidays with loved ones, and that that includes Halloween. Like, you spend it with your girlfriend. You don't spend it with a female co-worker (laughs) to take her to go see haunted houses. Does she not have a friend that she can ask to go with her or, like, a group of gals or something like that? Absolutely not. I would be livid if I got left at home alone when you've spent the last two Halloweens together and you're ditching me to go hang out with her 
Absolutely not. Yeah, it's hard to not think this is shady, especially for me. Um, even if he did think it, it was just him trying to genuinely enjoy haunted houses because she doesn't and it's a friend and he's just trying to be there, like making the plans without talking to her about it first, that would have been the problem for me. I think he should have just asked if she would be okay with it, in which I'm sure her answer would have been no. And then that would have been the end of that, but it, it does give a bit of shade. Oh, yeah. This is shady as hell. Like, she might be a female, but I think she identifies as a homewrecker. Because <laughs> <No>. <laughs> there is no world where I'm asking some, I mean, I know they're coworkers, but I'm not asking some man to go with me in a very vulnerable position where she doesn't even really seem like she wants to go. Number two says she genuinely seems terrified to go alone. That's weird. Why would you put yourself in that situation unless you were trying to make moves in a very isolated dark situation with another man that you might be into. Y'all know I'm very much in the team. Men and women can be just friends. And I think that extends to coworkers. But there are situations that I feel that it is almost inappropriate if you're a male coworker and you're seeing someone to go with a female coworker and you haven't been hanging out regularly. Haunted house. You wouldn't go to a wedding with them. A carnival, like where you like win a little teddy bear and stuff. Like those are all situations going to the movies that are red flags for a male and a female coworker who are seeing other people to go do together solo when they don't have a history of hanging out. Because think about it. When she gets scared, who's she going to cling to? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You mm-hmm. don't, a haunted house, she's not scared. It is the perfect setup situation. I used to do this in high school all the time. You go with the guy friend that you want to grab onto. I'm scared. You're not scared. You know it's a fake cobweb, but you know what? You get to snuggle with Chris over here. Hey. Yeah, when Tommy and I went to the haunted house last week for that horrifying trick-or-treat trivia or whatever, the only other people besides us there were couples. It's it's like going to a five-star dinner or going to a carnival. It's the only situation where you go with someone that you're typically romantically involved with. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights, make it spicy. My margaritas, make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you gotta have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't gotta worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code Abby to get your discount. Code Abby. The Bird Show. All right, so switching gears, moms and dads, I'm giving you the opportunity to vent. Listen, we are not coming down on Halloween, all right? If you enjoy the holiday, more power to you. If it's your jam, that's awesome. This is not what that's about. What I want to vent about is the expectation for parents these days when it comes to holidays and um, specifically Halloween and fall festivities. one 855 Burt Show, 855 237-8746. Because what I want to know, did our parents do this stuff and go above and beyond for us when we were kids and we just don't remember it because we didn't have adult brains and we didn't realize how much, I don't want to call it a hassle, but how much work it is. Because as a parent in 2023, and mind you, I just have a two and a half year old 
And maybe it's social media that has put these unprecedented expectations upon us, but I can't keep up. There is too much to do. There are too many trunk or treats. There are too many pumpkin patches. There are too many Halloween parties. You have to have a specific Halloween costume for school, and then you're going to have to have another Halloween costume for the night. We, we went and got pumpkins, but we haven't had a chance to carve them yet. Oh, and then don't forget about now people want to pick apples. So we have to go to an apple orchard and do that too. Oh, don't forget about the petting zoos. You have to do the petting zoos. And then because I want to feel like I'm an involved mom, yeah, it's my fault. I own it. I volunteered for the Halloween party. So I had to go get party favors for the, for the kids. And I also had to get treats for the kids, right? It's too much. I'm tired just listening to that. Facts. It, so what I seriously want to know... Are fall festivities and Halloween just, are they on crack this year? Or has it always been like this? I feel like it's, uh, we didn't do this stuff when I was a kid, but maybe it's because of where we lived or my parents being British. It's probably that one. But I cannot tell you the weird panic and failure I felt as a mother when last weekend I realized we hadn't gone to a pumpkin patch. It was like two weekends ago and we weren't going to be able to go because our weekends were tied up. I was like literally looking at rearranging schedules and stuff so we can go to the patch before I stopped myself and said, "Um, they're not going to even remember. Who cares? We can pick up a pumpkin at Home Depot. It's fine to skip. But I felt this like weird failure and I hate it. The guilt that we didn't make it out to some pumpkin patch and BFE with all like the bells and whistles and we just went to a garden center and got our pumpkins this year. Like I, I did. I felt like I was, I was failing in some way. And then FYI, we don't have a jack and lantern this year. We don't either. We didn't have any time to carve crap. No, I know. Oh, you're Do a you bad mom, the, Kristen. Do you know the failure I feel as a mother. You should feel. You should feel that way. Stab a knife into a pumpkin. Do you know how relieving that would actually feel if I could like put a knife to a pumpkin right now? Uh-huh. All right, Sydney. Welcome to the Burr Show. Thanks for joining the conversation. Would you like to be a part of our fall vent line? Absolutely. I did not have Halloween growing up because it was my dad's birthday. So we always celebrated my dad's birthday and we never did anything. Well, now that I have three kids of my own, it has been a whirlwind of news for me. Even as like a 20-year-old when I had my first son, new Halloween, you know, new tradition, starting it with my family. But then again this year, everything has been so fast and so rushed that I feel like we haven't been able to do anything. We haven't been to the pumpkin patch. My mm-hmm. five-year-old's asked me, are we going to carve pumpkins? So I literally went to Walmart and got pumpkins and let them paint them because I was not giving my three-year-old and one-year-old a tie <laughs> to carve pumpkins. <laughs> but I also, you know, just picked up on things. My husband's been working a lot because the plants around here are having a lot of overtime. And so he's been working and the stress has fallen on me as a mom. Yeah. And it's just it's a lot to do. Pumpkin patches. All these fall festivals happen on the same day, too. How are we supposed to make it to six of them? Yep. I know, the girl. same day. And, and three kids, five, three, and one. Like, that's enough in itself to have five, three kids at five different fall festivals in one day. And then my parents don't celebrate it. So it's not like my parents are going with me to help. So it's definitely been a whirlwind. And I think... for one costume is kind of ridiculous. I hear you. I'm glad you were able to vent, Sydney. Trina, welcome to the Burt Show. Go ahead and get those vents out. I love Halloween. I absolutely love it. I'm a big dress-upper. I love it, especially since I've had kids. But this morning, I woke up at 3 a.m., and while trying to move into the new house, go to the pumpkin patch, do all the Halloween stuff, I realized at 3 o'clock this morning, 
I had not made treat boxes for my daughter's class. Mm. So I've been up since 3 a.m. making treat boxes, and I still didn't get them finished until 8.30. Wow. <laughs> I'm, hopefully you feel a little better that you got to vent. Paula, welcome to the Burr Show. Go ahead and get that vent out. Oh, my gosh. You think it gets better when they get to be teenagers, but it doesn't. I have three uncarved pumpkins driving around in the trunk of my car because we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> right? So what am I going to do with three very large pumpkins that took her... 30 minutes to pick out that we never got a chance to carve. Yeah. But it's a catch-22, right? Because she's 16, but you still want her to be a kid, so you want to engage these things. Yeah. But you were done with this when they were like six. So <laughs> for 10 years, I've been like, yay, she's going to be a teenager soon. We don't have to do this anymore, but you do. Yeah. So it doesn't get better. It does. <laughs> well, there's that. Yep. Burt Show. The Burt Show. Burt Show fam, prepare yourself for the brilliance. That is the Burt Show's Halloween Sound effect theater. I spent way too much time writing this, and I'm very proud of it. My expectations are high. Everybody in studio better not screw this up for me. <laughs> Try my best. <laughs> All right, so we went through. Everybody has their roles. I'm going to be playing a narrator, and this is going to be Moe's first time trick-or-treating as a Halloween sound effect theater. For show crew, we ready? Ready. Yeah. Ready. <clears throat> it's a cold and windy night. Wind, wind, wind. <laughs> a wolf howls in the distance. Katie, wolf howl. <laughs> it, it fell off a cliff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there he lands. Mo is trick-or-treating for the very first time. He's dressed as a teenage mutant ninja turtle. His giant turtle feet crush the leaves beneath him. Cassie, leaves crunching. <laughs> Mo walks up to the first door and rings the doorbell. Rebecca, doorbell. Doom, 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 doom. Doom, doom, A grandfather doorbell. <laughs> the door slowly creaks open. Jackson, creaking door. Kim Kardashian is standing there in one of her new nipple bras. Mo. Well, trick or treat. <laughs> Abby. Abby as Kim Kardashian. Well, do you want a trick or a treat? Mo. This is my first time doing this, so I'm not sure. Abby as Kim Kardashian. Oh, you're a virgin? Then come on in. <laughs> Mo enters the house. Yeah, he does. More like sprints into the house. Abby is Kim Kardashian. Michelangelo was always my favorite turtle. Well, cowabunga. <laughs> glass shatters upstairs. Tommy, glass shattering. Tink, 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 tink. Abby is Kim Kardashian. Will you please go see what that was? I'm scared, and my nipples are hard. <laughs> <laughs> Save that! Yep. <laughs> All right, hold on. Mo slowly makes his way up the stairs. He spots a door and can hear movement behind it. Then he hears moaning. Kaylee, moan! <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> He, he, he turns the knob slowly. Jackson, knob turning. 
There behind the door is a man bound with ropes and gagged. The man makes muffled cries. Rebecca, muffled cries. (laughs) 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 Mo runs over to take out the gag. Tommy. Bro, I'm Travis Kelsey. Tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. And Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Can you get me out of here? Mo unties Travis and they run downstairs. Casey and Ke- Katie, footsteps running. <laughs> when they get downstairs, they see Kim Kardashian holding a taser. Abby, where do you think you're going? Tommy is Travis Kelsey. Listen, you crazy psychopath. I'm getting out of here. I have a game tomorrow. Kim Kardashian lunges towards Travis Kelsey to tase him, but Mo jumps between the two of them and takes a taser to the nuts. Rebecca, sound of a taser going off. (laughs) Mo, noises like you're being electrocuted. (laughs) Just then, Taylor Swift busts down the door. Mother. (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca, door being bust in. Boom, welcome to the Eras Tour, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Cassie, as Taylor Swift. Kim, you've gone too far this time. Taylor sings at an ear-piercing level. Katie, Taylor singing super high pitch. Now we have bad blood. Now we have bad blood. (laughs) You know we used to be bad. The loves, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The singing renders Kim unconscious. Taylor and Travis pick up Mo and drag him outside. They all pile into a black SUV and speed off. Jackson, car screeching. Skirt! <laughs> for saving Travis's life, Mo is gifted concert tickets for life from Taylor Swift and NFL tickets for life from Travis Kelsey. Cowabunga! The end! <laughs> Now you understand why I went to college was to write masterpieces like this. Absolutely. Thank you all very much for doing it justice. All right, so Cassie, do you have your Am I the A-hole ready to go? No, Tommy, we have to do another one. Another one. (laughs) Another one. Um, Is he the A-hole for blowing up at his family over his girlfriend's inappropriate outfit? That is a great one. Uh-huh. I'm super excited to tell you guys about, except I don't have it. Oh, okay. You oh. want to do another one instead? Yeah. Right. Right, how about this? Am I the a-hole for bringing my new girlfriend to my friend's wedding? Yes, bring it. I'm 28, and my friend Josh got married to his partner of seven years named Emily this past weekend. On the invite, it stated that a plus one was allowed. And I've been single for most of the time, but one month ago, I got with this girl, Chrissy, who I've known for years. Now, Chrissy used to date the groom, Josh, on and off in high school and early college until Josh broke things off with her, and then he started dating his new bride, Emily. Due to different circumstances, Josh didn't even want to hear about Chrissy, but I thought that after so many years have passed that we've all matured and grown and there'd be no issues. He hasn't talked to her in seven years, but I've kept in minimal contact to the point where Chrissy and I reconnected as friends a few months ago, and then we started dating. Assuming there was no issue since Chrissy seemed chill with being invited as my plus one to Josh's wedding, so I brought her. I didn't think I'd have to notify anyone for this. Emily and Josh, the bride and groom, didn't see her at first, but Emily spotted Chrissy once the ceremony was over and she froze. I could tell she was mad but trying to play it cool because of the wedding. I knew then it would be an issue. Before I even arrived at the reception venue, Josh called me while I was parking and told me, what the hell are you thinking? And that my girlfriend, Chrissy, needed to go home now. 
I tried to reason with him saying, dude, it's been seven years since y'all dated. If you're really mature and really over her, it's okay with her being at the wedding. You'll be okay with her being at the wedding. After all, he just got married. He can't be mad that I brought his ex from over seven years ago to his wedding. He started screaming at me about how it's the principal, you a-hole, the principal. I'm over her. Of course, that doesn't mean you can just bring her around. It's the principal. My wife, Emily, is upset because of you and her. Send her home now. I ended up calling Chrissy an Uber, which I paid for. Chrissy was mad at me for giving up so easily and also thinks I'm a weak a-hole. So am I the a-hole for bringing my new girlfriend to my friend's wedding? 100% you are the a-hole. And why she would even want to go, I have no idea. And it's not that he still has feelings for her. Like there are some couples who have a hard rule. You don't invite people that you used to date or even that you have slept with. They don't come to the wedding. Um, and so it's more out of respect for the bride. Like she wasn't invited. And the fact that you brought her knowing there was a history there, you're taking attention away from the bride and groom and putting it on you and making it about you. And to say it's not a big deal. You knew damn well bringing her was going to ruffle some feathers. You are a huge a-hole. Oh, yeah. Just because it was seven years ago doesn't mean that the relationship history is totally forgot. You have no idea how the bride felt about this ex-girlfriend, if there were any fights about her before the wedding. I mean... The fact that you didn't even have the courtesy to ask make, already makes you the a-hole. But then the fact that you went through with it and brought her, major, major, major a-hole move. Definitely the a-hole. I don't see how you could see it any other way. You didn't ask. You should have known. That, 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 like you said, the time doesn't matter. And she tried to justify it and put it on him by saying you must not be over it. Plenty of people have exes they never want to see again. For they don't, they don't have the desire to do it, whether you're over it or not. And it was disrespectful to my new lady. So, yeah, all in all, definitely the a-hole. Mo, I have a question for you. So my thing, this is an a-hole move, but what's even more a-hole is dating your friend's ex without telling them. Like if you found, and maybe that's a girl thing, but if you found out as a dude, like one of your friends who wouldn't be in your wedding party, but invited to your wedding was dating your ex from seven years ago, like Lucifer or someone, how would you feel about that? And they never told you. And then you found out at your wedding they were dating. Some similar happened to me. I had a, I had a friend of mine date um, a girl that I used to date, and I wasn't mad about it, but it was it was weird. It was really weird, and I, I didn't understand why he didn't at least bring it to my attention. Not that he had to, but it, it definitely felt like something was off. All right, a hole, a hole, absolutely a hole, a hole. Listen, it's the Bird Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the bitch spooky buzz. <laughs> Ex-NBA player Joe Smith is not happy after finding out about his wife's side hustle. People are going crazy over this viral video of him finding out that she has an OnlyFans account. So his partner of five years, her name is Keisha... Ch- Kisa Chavez, um, a former, she's a former adult actress who went by the name Yasmin Penn Davis. And she took a selfie video of his reaction after he found out that she had an OnlyFans and he was big mad. Okay, look, so I have an OnlyFans page and he's mad because he's just now finding out about it. Of course I'm mad just finding out about it. You knew who the f- I was when you met me. Before 
Before. Before, before yeah, we before, met, yeah, I knew that. that I would never have to go Man, back to yeah, anything yeah, like I knew this that again. Beforehand, but unfortunately, but no, no, no. that's not the case right after that, now. After that, everything's supposed to change. Everything did change. So she's based. He's basically saying, "Well, now that we're married, you've got to give up your old career." And she's like, "It's my body, and my choice." Yeah, that's I, that's so disrespectful to do that. Mm. Like as as a married couple. Because um, they're married, correct? Yes. Yeah, as as a married couple. And I get her saying her body, her choice. But you can't put your body on display like that for other people to look at um, without consulting your significant other. I just feel like it's super disrespectful. Like, I would be so upset if I found out my husband, Bart, if, if people were into, like, you know, the furry furry thing. <laughs> He's a very hairy man. Um, if, if I found out he had a secret only fan, if you're hiding something from your spouse, then you know you're doing something wrong. So if I were to find out he had an OnlyFans account and he was hiding it from me, whether you needed the money or not, I would be, I would feel so disrespected. Absolutely not. Yeah, that'd be a different kind of woodwork that he normally does. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, spoke about this on my Instagram. This video was very hard for me to watch because I know Joe Smith personally. I went to his uh, basketball camp oh, when no I was way. younger. Oh, wow. few years. Yeah, and I, <laughs> well, I jokingly said that he told everyone I was going to the NBA and I didn't go to the NBA. So obviously he's never been the best at scouting talent. <laughs> but uh, um, I... I, I think it was super disrespectful for her to do this. I, I don't, and, he, and to me, what's even more disrespectful than that is to um, actually like post the conversation. You didn't yeah. tell him you were recording and you wanted to do it just to get a reaction out of him and use it for clout, maybe to promote the page that you didn't tell him about in the first place. The whole thing was just ridiculous to me. But she did tell him you knew who, you, who I was when you met me. Yeah. And I tell people all of the time, yeah, I say the past don't matter before you marry somebody, but this is a prime example of why it does. Yeah, I feel like there's layers of infractions here, secretly recording recording the conversation, posting it and putting him on blast, like all of that is is wrong. Um, and even if she did adult films prior to that, I'm wondering if there was a conversation that they had because she said, you know, I'm, I, we got married and I'm, I wasn't going to do that anymore. But apparently because of money woes, this is why she chose mm -hmm. to do that. But you can't do that without consulting with your spouse. Yeah, I think she felt like her, it was justified for her because of all of the money that he ran through mm -hmm. after his NBA career. He's worth like $60 million. I guess they don't really have that anymore. So in her mind, I have tried to tell you that we had We've been having financial issues. You haven't truly been listening. And I guess she felt like she had to resort back to what she knew in order to bring some money into the house. But either way, it's it's not justifiable. I will say the way she recorded it didn't look very secret to me. So the way yeah. that it's filmed, she's in like three quarters of the frame. And then at one point he gets in as well. And it look it doesn't look like she's trying to hide it from him at all. And so I asked people on my Instagram, I was like, what do you think? Whose side are you on? Some people are like her body, her choice, whatever. Somebody said, I'm half convinced it's fake to boost her OnlyFans numbers because it didn't look very secretive. Somebody said, bro, like he was in on it. Yeah. Huh? I don't know if he would. Maybe you never know nowadays. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know that he would want to appear to be being disrespected like that in order to just to get some clout when this is a man who had $60 million at one point. That, yeah. that, that don't feel right. Yeah. Someone said bro averaged. I don't know. You're going to have to translate bro average 0.5 and 0.2 and shot 18% FG. He needs to chill. 
He did. He did average all of those things. He also made sixty million. So whoever said that, I don't. I don't know that they, they actually haven't made sixty million. But that's just my, you know. Yeah, honestly, it's completely split down the middle. Some people think she has every right. It's twenty twenty three. Other people think it's incredibly disrespectful for a lot of the reasons that we brought up. You know, maybe she was doing that in the past, but at some point, if you've had that conversation, then uh, that you don't, you're not going to do it moving forward. Then you got to stop. For more stories, head to thebirdshow.com. Click eBuzz. All right. The Bird Show. It wouldn't be a birth show Halloween spooktacular if we didn't do a joke-off with a Halloween theme. Ooh, spooky. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we have all, all of us, myself, Abby, Mo and Cassie have come up here, have come up in here with Halloween-themed jokes. And we are going up against our Burt's Big Adventure kiddo, Addie. Hey, Addie. Hey. How are you doing this morning? Great. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you. All right, so Addie went on Burt's Big Adventure this past year with us. Addie, are you still six or have you turned seven yet? Um, I'm still seven. Oh, you're seven? Okay. Um, and what are you going to be for Halloween? Um, Rapunzel. Oh, I love that. All right, so um, Addie, what we're going to do is we're going to go around the room. We've all brought our A game. We've brought our best Halloween jokes to go against you, okay? Okay. All right, and you, you, you've, you've done your research. You have your Halloween jokes ready to go, right? Yep. All right. Would you like to go first, Addie? Yes, please. Okay, go for it, girl. What kind of music do mummies love? What kind of music do mummies love? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Rap music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to go first against you, Addie. You ready? Okay. What do you find in a ghost nose? Boogers. Hey. Oh, yes, <laughs> got you. All right. Wow, Addie. So that's impressive that you even knew my joke. Uh, you're going to go ahead and get a point for that one. All right, Addie. Yay. I already have that one. <laughs> well, now you can't. my second one. It was? Well, now you can't use it. <laughs> All right. Go for it, Addie. Okay. What kind of car do goblins take to go trick-or-treating? What kind of car do goblins hmm. take to go trick-or-treating? I don't know. I don't know. A monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well played. Well played. All right, Mo, what do you got? Where does a ghost go on vacation? Hmm, I don't know. Malibu. Ooh. <laughs> 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 All right, do we give, uh, well, we see, we don't We don't have a judge. So um, in the spirit of Halloween, Addie's just going to get every point, but we're still going to play. <laughs> 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 All right, Addie, what's your next joke, babe? Why don't vampires have more friends? Why don't vampires have more friends? Cassie, why don't vampires have more friends? I don't I don't know cuz they suck. Ooh, is it because they suck? No. <laughs> <laughs> because you can wait, no. Because they are a pain in the neck. Oh. <laughs> that was a good guess. That though, was good. Thank you. Guess, Thank you. Yeah. All right, Abby, what do you got? Why wouldn't the ghost dance at the party? Mm, I don't know. He had no body to dance with him. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually pretty good. Right? (laughs) All right, Addie, you're next. Why are ghosts bad liars? 
Where goes bad liars? Why? Because you can see right through them. Oh. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Okay, Addie, you just stole one of my jokes, so thanks a lot. Now y'all are even. <laughs> I totally had that next on my list. How about that? All right, uh, Cassie, go for it. Why did the vampire puke after biting Taylor Swift? I don't know. Because she had bad blood. You know why you saw me, Hey, points for being super relevant, Cassie. Thanks. Nice Yay, pop culture. <laughs> yeah. All right, Addie, you got another one for us? Yep, last one. Okay. How do you know when a ghost is sad? I don't know. How do you know? He starts boo-hooing. Oh. Okay. All right, I think I might have you with this one. You ready? Why was the jack-o'-lantern so afraid to cross the road? I don't know. Because he had no guts. <laughs> <laughs> well, Addie, thank you so much, as always, for bringing your A-game with our Halloween joke off. Um, have a great day at hey, school. And hope you get so much candy trick-or-treating tonight as Rapunzel. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. What's your Halloween. Uh, happy Halloween, babe? Happy what's Halloween. your what's your favorite uh what's your favorite candy? What are you hoping to get a lot uh, of tonight? Sour Patch. Oh, mm-hmm. love those. You're a Sour Patch girl, huh? Who isn't? Right. Me. <laughs> Give me all the chocolate. All right, Addie, we would have been the best sisters because we would go trick-or-treating and then we come back to the house and trade, and you can have all my sour stuff and I can have all your chocolate, right? Yeah. Perfect. All right, I'll see you at my house later tonight. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) All right, perfect. Thank you, Addie. Have a happy Halloween, babe. Bye. Bye, girl. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show Fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at The Bird Show.